Hey there, and welcome to the Church Collective Podcast. In this episode, we had the opportunity to talk with Katie Nicole, which if you haven't heard of her, she has gone incredibly viral over on TikTok, and the Lord has really used her song in an incredible way. Um, I mean, we were all kind of chasing after going viral, but it was really neat to hear how uh, God used her uh, testimony to really just reach out to people. So I think you're going to absolutely love this interview. So here we go. I started a prayer journal in 2020 um, when kind of the world started to shut down and we were in a pretty, a pretty scary place. Um, and I, I didn't, I think there were so many unknowns and I had a lot of anxiety about what was about to happen and what was about to unfold. And I just felt in that moment, okay, I need to talk to God. And I, I had done a lot of journaling before that. And I had I'd put my feelings to paper, but putting prayers down in a journal is just something that, I don't know, it just changed the way that I pray. And, um, so I started to, to do that for, you know, the next couple years. And I just, I started to see it, God moving in my life in in a whole new way. You know, I have this prayer journal, but I also have a Bible sitting next to me mm-hmm. where I, I go in and I, I read God's word and I read what is true. And, you know, I talk to him about it and I ask him all the questions. Um, and I started to really see God in a whole new way and encountered the Holy Spirit in a whole new way. And um, looking back on where that prayer journal was in 2020, I I saw answered prayers just everywhere. Hmm. Um, And I think that's one of the coolest parts. I think that's why I encourage a lot of people to write their, their prayers down in a journal is because you can look back and you can see how good God really is in every single season. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it doesn't mean that those seasons weren't incredibly hard. And a lot of times looking back on those things can, can be difficult because for me, I look back on some of those prayers that I prayed and I'm like, that was one of the most challenging things I ever had to walk through. And some, some of those moments, I didn't even know where God was, but I still talked to him because I felt like I, I needed to, and I, I knew that was my lifeline. Um, so, so that prayer journal you know, now that I have this song that is a prayer, I looked back on it and I started highlighting words, lines of this song that I was once praying over my own life. And now I get to pray that over others, which is just the coolest thing that I ever gotten to do. Yeah, that's crazy. What um, you say, like, sometimes you deal with anxiety and stuff. What, what kind of encouragement would you have for, I'm sure you probably talk to people constantly that are dealing with anxiety, like, what what kind of encouragement would you have for them? And I mean, the world seems uh, probably even worse at this point now that we're two years yeah. past. <laughs> like, what 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 kind of encouragement <laughs> might you have for people? Well, that's actually you know my encouragement would actually be to get a journal, and um, I would say get yeah. two of them. Don't just get one um, because one of those books can be where you write down all of your feelings and you validate them. You say, okay, these are real feelings, real feelings that God gave me, and then in your prayer journal you give them to God. And you say, God, please take these because I wasn't meant to carry this weight. Um, I wasn't meant to carry this burden. Um, And, you know, he'll provide peace that surpasses all understanding. He doesn't, he never fails to do that. And um, it doesn't mean that, you know, I don't deal with that still. Um, I do. And especially, like you said, (laughs) in this time that we're living in. Um, But I really just have this, this trust and, um, I also have built a faith that is my foundation that I stand on. Um, 
and faith is walking through something, not knowing what in the world is about to happen. And I think yeah. that's what we're doing every single day. Wow. Yeah. Just trusting God. Sure. So, so tell me, I, I looked a little bit like we, we do TikTok too for Church Collective and I've been having a blast with it. And it's still kind of like a little bit of a gem, but like the testimonies that are like tied to your song and stuff, like, tell me how on earth did that start? Like, and it's still running like that. It's really, really yeah. cool. Like what, what's the story behind that? Yeah. I mean, God definitely took something unexpected and he turned it into something so crazy. <laughs> um, and I, I just thank him for that every single day. Um, what happened was I just took a song that I was, it meant a lot to me in the moment. Um, truthfully, that prayer came out of an anxiety attack. Like what I brought into the writer's room on the day that I started writing the song, it came out of an anxiety attack that I'd had. And um, it was one of those moments where, where God was like, I have a song for you. And, um, and I just sat at my piano and I was like, okay, God, what are you going to do with this? You know? And, um, and when I, when I posted it to TikTok, um, I think other people were, were feeling like this was their story. That they, they, they needed these words in, in their season that they were walking through. Um, and I, I was so grateful for that because, you know, like I said, a prayer I once prayed, prayed over my own life was now being prayed over so many people. Yeah. And um, the stories are incredible. Like I have, I've gone through as many as I possibly can. <laughs> and I have just been so blown away by how God is using this. Um, cause he, he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to do that. But the fact that he is, is just something that I, it is such, it is such a gift. Yeah. So it kind of, it kind of goes to, um, I mean, I can, I can always, you always hear people like I've worked in church for a real long time. And so a lot of times church leaders are like, we need to just make a viral video. And like, that's the running joke, but like it, it yeah. doesn't, you, you didn't really intend for that to happen. And then the Lord managed yeah. to like go with that. Um, yeah. what, I mean, so you, you put that on the internet from a kind of like a genuine place, just wanting to share it. Yeah. Um, how, I guess maybe could you encourage those younger worship leaders that like it, there's just this desire for all of us to try to go viral, right? Like to try yeah. to ex- expand our influence. So from somebody who's now experienced it, what, what kind of yeah. advice would you have for people that may be chasing it too hard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's such a hard thing because, you know, especially at this time that we're living in where our phones are, you know, where our faces are all the time. And, um, you know, we're scrolling through TikTok. We're, we're seeing other people getting what we want and we're comparing ourselves to those people. And if we don't get that, then all of a sudden, Oh, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough for, you know, whatever. And, um, in that moment, when I made that video, not at all having the intention to go viral, I had had a couple videos do well. Um, and the high lasts for like two seconds and then it goes away and you will always be wanting more if you ever get to that point and it's never satisfying. Mm. Um, my, my mentor in my life, he, um, had said to me, he was like, you spend a lot of time on your phone, <laughs> spend a lot of time looking at all of those numbers. And he said, that's not what's important. And that will not validate you. And you're worth yeah. a lot more than that. Yeah. 
And when I heard him say those words, I, I it was that day that I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put my worth in this because that's, that does not mean anything in the long run. And um, so it was, this video was posted after he had said that. So I didn't go back in and check it until it was to the place that it is now. Yeah. It was at around a million views. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and um, now the thing is, is that I've also realized if this video had only had one view on it and that one person took something away from it, it would have still been worth it. And it was, would have still been what God needed me to do. Yeah. So for that worship leader, for that person who's putting their, you know, Christian music on TikTok or Instagram or wherever it's being put, um, don't have the intention to go viral. God's going to do with it what he needs to do. And he's going to glorify his name through it. He's going to magnify himself through it no matter what. So, yeah. um, but keep doing it. I mean, sure. the thing is, is that consistency is also very helpful, you know? Right. Yeah. If, if you keep, keep moving forward in all of it, then, then God is going to bless that. And so, um, yeah, I just encourage people to not give up on, on what they're doing. Yeah. And, and also not forget the reason why they do it. Yeah. That's great. Could you, you give us a little bit of a background? Like how, how'd you get into worship leading? Like what, what's your story? Yeah. Um, so I started leading worship when I was 18 years old. Um, I had never really seen myself like as a worship leader or ever doing that. It wasn't something that like I even knew much about. I didn't really know. I didn't really know what it meant to be a worship leader. Let's just sure. say that because, right. you know, I knew about worship leading, but I didn't know what it meant to, to do it. Um, and so I had actually seen a Carrie Job concert at one point. And I felt like the way she worshiped, if I ever was a worship leader, was how I wanted to worship. Yeah. Um, and so in 2018, I met um, my mentor, Josh Havens. He's in a band called The Afters. And um, he is the worship pastor at the church that I went to in Arizona. And um, he kind of took me under his wing and started teaching me how to lead well and lead with a heart of worship, you know, and, and yeah. not you know, to remove myself from it and, um, put myself aside. Um, and he also helped me learn how to write Christian songs and write worship music. Um, cause that was a, a really big part of what they do at the Grove is they write songs for the church and things like that. And, um, and so I was able to kind of have that gifting nurtured by somebody who had been doing it for a long time. Yeah. And, um, also just one of the most genuine people I've ever met in my life. Um, he's the same on stage as he is off stage. And, um, and so I started doing that and I realized, okay, this is what it feels like to feel the presence of the Holy spirit. And, um, and also I just knew that like, that was where God was leading me to was yeah. to a place of, of worship and, um, not doing any of this for selfish reasons anymore. I, I, I definitely had a season of my life where I wanted to do it because I wanted to do it for me. Yeah. And when I did it for God, it meant so much more. Oh, that's awesome. What um, you mentioned at the front, this can always be fun. Like what, what does it mean to be a worship leader now? Can you try to define that? Yeah. And I think that's kind of the magic is that there's it's yeah. kind of hard to actually define it. So we all got our own take on it, but I'd love to hear you know, what, what are you feeling at least now, five years from now might be different too, but yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, right now, I, I would consider myself um, a worship leader, but it, the thing that I think is so interesting is that even though I feel as though I'm leading people in worship, I almost feel like they're leading me in worship. Mm. Like, we're all one. Like, when we're in a, in a place of worship, yeah. we're all, you know, having our own individual conversation with God, right. which I just think is is one of the most incredible things. And what I hope is that my music will, will bring them to a place of, okay, I can talk to God. Okay. I can have a moment where I, I feel the presence of the Holy spirit and I have an intimate relationship with the Lord. And, um, because I think a lot of people they're, they're timid in that way. And, and I was once that, so, um, I just know that, that place, but, um, I just want to give everything that God needs me to give. So um, really what I'm doing is while I, I consider it worship leading, I also just feel like I'm serving. I'm, I'm a servant. And yeah. if I can steward this gift in a way that is serving someone else. So, yeah. Yeah. That's killer. <laughs> so what, what advice would you have again for the, the young worship leader that wants to yeah. get there i mean you you really you're really touching on like kind of like the horizontal vertical nature of worship and you know ministering to one another when we gather with songs hymns and i mean you touched on a ton of scripture in there um mm -hmm. how would you encourage the worship leader i think we all start from a place where like well i'm supposed to be the front man and i'm supposed to like carry something and like give it to everybody but like i really love the way you paint it where it's like you're kind of coming alongside with everybody's relationship with like they're all got their own personal stuff so maybe yeah. How can, how can we help a young, young worship leader get, try to get past being the front man to that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so funny that you say that because I, um, I was helping a high school worship leader kind of learn how to lead well. And, um, I was, I was pretty much a vocal coach. That was what I was doing, but I also felt like I had this, um, I, I needed to help her in also knowing what it meant to have a heart of worship because I wasn't just giving her, okay, you're going to go perform well. No, you're, you're going to go up there and you're going to remove your, yourself from the scenario. And you're going to give to people what you have inside of you. Yeah. Um, because that's why God put it there. That's why God placed it in you. Um, and for the young worship leader, and I've seen this so many times, I think a lot of times they're like, I want to impress somebody. Right. I want to impress somebody. And I mean, even myself, when I started, I was 18. So I was just fresh out of high school. And I think there was still that thing in me of like, okay, well, I have to go and I have to perform well. This isn't a performance. Don't put on a show for people. They don't need a show. They need to feel something. They need to. But even then, we can't trust our feelings. We need to be brought to a place of conviction. That's the feeling. Yeah. I want you to feel like you, I mean, in the weirdest way possible, I almost want someone to feel like, oh, I've, I've messed up. I'm a sinner. Sure. Like I want them to see that yeah. so that they can bring themselves to the place of like adoration for the Lord. Right. Cause I don't think you can do that until you've humbled yourself. Sure. I mean, and, yeah, that, that, that's the recognize the power of Christ and the holiness yeah. of God and the unworthiness. I mean, it's the gospel, right? Yeah. <laughs> And so, so for that young, you know, young person who's kind of thinking, okay, well, I'm going to get up and I'm going to lead worship. Remember who's leading you. Hmm. 
because it won't it won't work if you're not focused on your leader. Sure. So, um, yeah, just the ego has to come down. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> and Jesus has to go up. <laughs> yeah. And so. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Talk a little bit. So your whole like the virality and all that happened like during kind of shutdown. So like, how have yeah. you, like, have you led people in worship online, like through straight, like talk a little bit, like what, what has that been like? Yeah. I mean, leading someone online is, is almost just like putting out a song and letting someone listen to it. You know, right. it, it, I think that they're pretty much the same thing in that, well, TikTok is shorter clips of that. So like they didn't <laughs> get a whole song. They got this right. small clip. The amount of people who have been like, I played that clip. 20 times a day <laughs> because I needed to hear it. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I right. took so long to get through the whole thing. Sure. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I think about like leading people in worship online is really just being genuine about it. Yeah. Just being authentic about it. You know, if you have something that you feel you need to share, share it. There's no yeah. reason why you shouldn't, you know, you're given this uh, tool and if, if it's there and it's accessible, then you should use it. And you should use it in a way that um, is, is bringing light into a dark place, you know? And yeah. I felt like that was my calling when I started TikTok is that I started to kind of scroll through. And I always told my seventh grade small, small group girls, I was like, I'm never getting TikTok. I'm not going to do it. I don't <laughs> belong there. I'm 20 years old. Like, oh, no. Um, and so I got on one day, I downloaded the app, I caved and, um, you know, you scroll through it and you're like, Oh, that right. is, Ooh, Ooh, I didn't want to see that, you know, kind of thing. Right. Right. And so what I found was there is a place on TikTok where Christians kind of throw in their, their little sprinkle of light. And yeah. I was like, okay, I think I want to do that. I think That's I want awesome. to try that. Right. So, um. I encourage other people to do that just so we can make it a brighter place. <laughs> right. I mean, that, that, that really goes to what you've been saying this whole time is like, you've, you've been just kind of serving the Lord and putting it where you were going for, not chasing virality, not trying to like become a TikTok influencer, even though you're probably one of the most premier Christian TikTok influencers now, as far as like the CCM is concerned. But like, it's interesting how like the Lord's like really like taken your heart and helped like spread it out there. You wanted to go where people needed the Lord and you put the Lord there. And I think that right there is the gospel, right? Like that, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the, we just got a little bit of time left. I'd love to just hear like, what, what was the recording process like during all this? It was kind of just like, maybe speak a little bit to how you put the album together. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's been such a process because the original song that was posted on uh, TikTok was not finished. Um, so this song was called God of Possible and it's a completely different song. Um, and so I waited a really long time to post the rest of the song, knowing that I didn't really think that that was the song, like the, what was around this prayer was not the song. That prayer was the bridge of another mm -hmm. song. Oh, wow. Um, and so one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to rewrite this. <laughs> and, um, and so the other two writers that were on the song, I was like, what do you guys think about this? You know, what do, what do you think about kind of going in and kind of reshaping this whole thing? Um, and they were 
up for it. And my label was kind of starting to see what was happening to the song online. And they were like, all right, do you want to, do you want to work on this? And I was like, yes, absolutely. Um, so there are about mm, like 50 versions of this song. Like there are so many different terrible <laughs> versions of the song. Sure. Um, and eventually, you know, so like I said, that prayer that came out of an anxiety attack. Well, the verses ended up being the exact same thing. Um, <laughs> I just felt the Lord, you know, leading me to the piano. And I sat down and I was like, what do I need to hear in this moment? And I was like, I need to, I need someone to speak the name of Jesus over me. And I was like, I speak the name of Jesus over you. <laughs> right. um, and I, I wrote that out and um, I posted that online as well. And then it did really good. And so I was like, okay, I think we found it. Right. <laughs> I think we figured it out. And then um, Ethan Holse was another writer on this song. And we sat down on Zoom and we wrote a bridge for it, a new bridge. And um, in that moment, oh, it was so sweet. It was just like a, a, such a good like representation of what the song came from. Um, mm. And it was just the presence of the Lord fully yeah. in it. Um, and I just think that like this song came from every broken place that has ever been in, within me hmm. and God truly turned it into something beautiful. Wow. Um, and I mean, I've seen that, but this was definitely yeah. one of the craziest experiences of that. So it's awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for being a part of this week's episode. As we've been saying for the past few weeks, we would love for you to connect with us uh, generally over on TikTok. Both myself and Chris are over there. You can look both of us up, Ryan Lochi and Chris Bellamy, and the Church Collective. We are having a ton of fun over there, and we would love to connect with you. God bless.